It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavist, licensed nutritionist. And this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company bringing you life-changing nutrition information. You know, before we start our topic, boosting your metabolism, I want to thank everyone who came to the Nutritional Weight and Wellness open house in Maple Grove last Saturday. To say the least, it was successful, with over 450 people stopping by to say hello. I was so impressed. Nutrition has finally become... Have, has finally become a hot topic. It's something that I've really been working on for over 25 years. And it was really wonderful meeting all of you, answering your questions, and showing off our new location. And even though it was crowded, all the people that had to stand in line, all of you people that stood in line for a long time, I was just amazed at how patient and friendly everyone was. I think maybe your good moods must be from the good foods that you eat. And I really want to thank everyone for coming and creating such positive energy. It was just amazing energy and positive everything. Now, on to the topic of metabolism. Joining me as our co-host is Brenna Thompson. Good morning, Dar. Good morning. She's a registered (laughs) and licensed dietitian. She sees clients in our North Oaks office and also at Maple Grove location. And many of you met Brenna last Saturday when she taught nutritional solutions to everyday health problems to, there was probably about 100 people in that room who came to see you. It was packed. Uh, not even standing room. No, they were <laughs> sitting on the floor. Yeah. So it was a great day, wasn't it? It, it sure was. It was amazing. And it was really so wonderful to see how... People really value nutrition now and healthy eating. And that's what it was all about, healthy eating. It sure was, yes. And, you know, I have to say, I think some of my favorite parts of that whole day were, of course, the uh, chocolate banana smoothies that we were giving samples of. (laughs) But I also really think the highlight was having you and Greg Peterson and the other nutritionists and dietitians on hand to answer a lot of the individual questions that people had. And people had so many questions about nutrition and how nutrition affects their health. And they all just want logical answers and they want answers that will make them feel better. And I like being a part of our company here because we teach that food comes first and supplements are just a help. And, you know, it really is all about eating the correct foods to help balance your biochemistry. Well, you know, some of the things that we did at our open house, Brenna, as you know, is that we had a butter making activity. We sure did. And and people loved it, didn't they? I loved it, too. (laughs) (laughs) And so kids got to know how to make butter. Adults got to know how to make butter. And they got to taste it, too, which was even Mm -hmm. a better part of butter. And then then Nell Nell spoke because she did her get inspired because Nell has lost 90 pounds over probably over two years ago. And she's Mm -hmm. maintained that weight loss. And she talks about her struggles and her achievements 
and it is inspiring to see what she has done. It's very inspiring. So we did. We just did a lot of stuff, didn't we, that day? It was jam packed. <laughs> yeah. So you know, let's get back to kind of talking about metabolism. And mm-hmm. when I was putting this topic of metabolism together for the show, I thought, hmm, should we talk about all the factors that we consider when we're helping? People lose weight, or should we talk about only one or two of those things? So I thought maybe you want to grab a paper and pencil and write down so when you make an appointment, you'll understand the best approach for you because there are many, many reasons that people's metabolism maybe is not working quite as well as Mm -hmm. you would like. So, of course, you know, one of the things if we might want to talk about is insulin resistance leads to a slow metabolism. And we've talked about that on the show quite often, that insulin resistance can lead to a slow metabolism. We talk about that one a lot, but we also talk about how inflammation can cause a slow metabolism. And that isn't one that people don't recognize too often. And we might actually have a whole show on that one. We probably could. Yes. Or sometimes we talk about how excess estrogens lead to a slow metabolism. And that happens a lot, especially as women get into that perimenopause or menopause Mm -hmm. time. Yep. We've also talked about how hypothyroidism causes a slow metabolism. And that one might be a little bit more known. Yes. And I think a lot of people today have thyroid issues. And they're usually not hyperthyroid. They're usually hypothyroid. Yep. So we do that. We work with that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, just the lack of sleep can cause a slow metabolism. And I was just talking to Brenna before we <laughs> went on air that I actually uh, was in bed last night um, by, I think, of maybe a quarter after eight. I said I've never been to bed that early before. But because of the open house and all the things, I needed to go to bed that early. And I feel just great today. That's good. So, Nothing happened last night. I know my metabolism kicked in. It sure did. (laughs) Yeah. So even eating trans fats will slow a metabolism. It creates that crust around our cells. You mean that muffin that uh, some people have might be Mm -hmm. causing them because it's got trans fats? It does. Those convenience store muffins, too much sugar and too many trans fats. Here's one that we've talked about a lot is how drinking Diet Pop slows metabolism. And even the research was done at the University of Minnesota Mm -hmm. that shows that it probably slows metabolism. It does, yes. And foods with MSG can also cause a slow metabolism, that monosodium glutamate. And we talk about that in our weight and wellness classes, I believe, or nutrition for weight loss. Nutrition for weight loss we do several times. Yep. (laughs) You know, it just so you can understand if you go out for Asian food, Chinese Mm -hmm. food, you might be getting MSG, but you might be getting in a lot of other foods that you're out. A lot of oh, fast yeah. foods have MSG. They sure do. And here's, I think, one that people, a lot of people know, is how menopause really results in a slower metabolism. And there's still a lot of research that shows mm-hmm. that as you stop ovulating, you slow your metabolism by, I don't know, 5 or 10%, quite a bit, actually. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then even antidepressants can slow metabolism for people. Well, we know that one for sure. You know, they always talk about how antidepressants might help you lose weight, but I have not ever seen that happen. All the clients that come to see 
me and that are on antidepressants complain about the fact that they gained weight when yeah. they started taking antidepressants. Mm-hmm. And here's one that we all know is oh, how yeah. eating high fructose corn syrup creates a slow metabolism. So mm-hmm. the pop, the Gatorade, all those things slow your metabolism. And now, we it, not only does it slow our metabolism, but it also affects our brain health. There were new studies this week, too. Mm-hmm. And drinking just two glasses of wine daily can lead to 22 pounds of weight gain in a year. That's just amazing. And we know that there are just a lot of people, especially women, mm-hmm. that do like to have their glasses of wine at night after they've worked for a long day. Yeah. And then they can't understand, why am I gaining weight? Or why can't I lose the weight? That's right. Yeah. So this morning, if you, you know, you're hearing, these are just some of the reasons. And if you want us to talk about any of these, if you have a personal question, give us a call at 651-641-1071, and we'll delve deeper into this topic. Yep, because there are lots of reasons for people to have a slow metabolism. And here's one that we have not mentioned yet, and that is a lack of good bacteria in the small intestinal tract. Because researchers have found that when people lack the beneficial bacteria in their intestinal tract, they often have more cravings and a slower metabolism. Now, this is just pretty recent research, isn't it, Brenna? It is. It's pretty kind of mind-blowing. Yes, it is. You know, as your listeners, you may have noticed that after you've been on a round of antibiotics or maybe a couple of rounds of antibiotics, you suddenly have more cravings for bread, pasta, muffins, and sugar. And it seems as though the numbers on the scale keep sliding up rather than down. Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, say you puzzle and you say to yourself, what's happening? I haven't changed my eating, they think. Right. (laughs) But, you know, I also find that clients tell me if they are on anti-inflammatory medications such as Advil or Motrin or Celebrex, they have more sugar cravings and then they gain weight more easily. And we hear this complaint over and over from people that need to be on prednisone, especially when they're taking, say, 60 milligrams or more of prednisone a day for several weeks. And that's a pretty high dose of prednisone. And they might be taking it for any number of inflammatory conditions. Yes. And they don't realize that. So if you're looking to lose weight in the coming year, you may need help from an unexpected place. The bacteria in your gut. So Mm -hmm. I suppose it's about time to take a break. I can see that look on your eye. It is. We're getting, getting to that break time. And you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Have you noticed every week Dr. Oz has a new magical supplement to increase your metabolism? And you know what, Brenna? I've just noticed that a lot of people are on Getting a little annoyed about that. They sure are. He kind of flip-flops a lot. And he's always promoting that quick fix. But as we all know, there are no quick fixes. And the low-calorie starvation plans create a slowed metabolism. And recent research has found that nutrient-deficient low-calorie plans can actually set you up to burn 400 fewer calories a day than before you followed that low-calorie plan. And do you know, Brenna, that that was, all, that's also, as you know, researched information. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. They've actually discovered, we've always thought that. Yeah. That the low-calorie slows metabolism. But some of the research now says 400 calories less is Per day is burnt. That's enough. Yep. So what's the answer? Well, nutrition for weight loss, a simple plan that works 
could be the answer for you. Or I have another suggestion, and that is to make an appointment to see a nutritionist like my client, Kay, who came in about seven months ago. And she, as of this week, is down 50 pounds. Amazing. That Anna. is amazing. That is a great job. Okay. I, I'm so proud of her because, as she told me this week, she can cross her legs for the first time in years. Oh, that's amazing. And she's looking forward to going swimsuit shopping <laughs> for her trip to Florida. So if you want a plan that works for you to lose weight, give us a call at 651-699-3438. Allow me to blow your mind. Ready? Fat doesn't make you fat. You okay? Still listening? All right, I got another one. Sugar substitutes actually cause you to gain weight. Whoa, is it opposite day? Nope, just dropping a little science on you. The kind you'll learn at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. The kind that will teach you how to eat real food that gets you to your real weight and makes you feel real good. For good. Because the point system doesn't add up. The starvation diet is mean. And you can count on calorie counting to let you down every single time. Learn to eat the way people did when obesity was an exception, not an epidemic. And learn how much delicious, real, vital food you can eat. That's the part that will really blow your mind and eventually your butt right off your backside. To sign up for Nutrition for Weight Loss, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438 or visit weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you have a question about metabolism, please give us a call. It's at 651-641-1071. And if you want a plan that addresses all the reasons for a slow metabolism or a solution to your cravings, sign up for Nutrition for Weight Loss. We have the Nutrition for Weight Loss program starting in Maple Grove. St. Paul, North Oaks, Uptown in Minneapolis, Lakeville, Wyzetta, Woodbury. And if you're looking for more of a Saturday morning class instead of something during the week, I would highly recommend the St. Paul class on Saturday mornings because Angela and Chris are going to be teaching it. And both of them, as all of our nutritionists and educators are, but they're just fantastic. They are. And they'll keep you motivated. That's Mm -hmm. the deal. So that's quite, you know, what is Nutrition for Weight Loss? It's 12 classes, so it's over the next three months. And then you also have your own individual two-hour nutrition consultation addressing your personal struggles that are specially designed by one of the dietitians or nutritionists. So go to weightandwellness.com for times and locations. And I think we have about 12 different series of classes and programs starting or you can call 651-699-3438. Daytime classes, evening classes, oh, Saturday classes, all kinds of times for you. Yep. And we've got a couple callers okay. on the line. Let's take, go ahead and take a couple of callers. I hope that they have a metabolism question. I think they do. All Good right. morning. Is this Miss Liz? You're on yeah, Dishing you Up Nutrition. Get two hours with all that advertising. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to know uh, with the digestive on on metabolism, mm-hmm. the, the digestive tract, what that has to do with it, mm-hmm. and also on the meds, what effect that certain meds can have, like high cholesterol and some of those other things that those ladies take. 
Say that the last part again. I didn't quite on understand. The meds. Some meds. Oh, meds. That you have to oh. take, like, I, like for high cholesterol oh, or. Oh, okay. Meds. That has an effect. All right. Well, here's some of my thoughts on like some of the meds that people take. Uh, we, we talked about how antidepressants certainly yes. seems to. But also things like statin drugs for cholesterol. Okay. Yes. So if you look at how you lose weight, your fat has to be, when you're losing fat out of your cells, Fat has to be broken down in your liver. Now, when you take statin drug, that stops uh, the production of certain enzymes that make cholesterol in your liver. So they affect how your liver is working. It also reduces your ability to make a very important uh, antioxidant that's called CoQ10. And when you can't make CoQ10, you're not firing up your cells as well. The mitochondria in your cell is not fired up, and so you're going to have a slower metabolism. Basically, it slows your metabolism from a liver point of view. That is my opinion, and and that's kind of when working with people and also looking at all the research. It's just, you know, it's opinion based on what I would say science. I do take extra CoQ10, but I would like to get out those stinking satins. I have a friend that every time we go out to eat or something, she always wants to find something that has no cholesterol. We do need yeah. cholesterol. Yeah, don't we, we do need cholesterol, certainly. That's what I you know, tell her, and she thinks I'm a little bit. You know, I would say come take our weight and wellness classes because our, our class number six, we go over that in detail, and it's a great class for people. And uh, I am going to try to do that. I don't drive, and if I can just get somebody to. Good. Find a friend. Oh, yeah, get I pro- love your program. Thank you. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you for your info. Thank you very bye much. Bye. Thank you. Yeah, bye. So let's see. I can't remember. She had another part of that first question. Do you remember what that was? I do not remember. Okay, good. Okay, it's just not my age. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not just your age. But we do have another caller in line. Okay. She had a couple of good questions. That's that's good thinking on her part. It was good thinking. So good morning. Is this Miss Andrea? This is Andrea. Andrea. Good morning. Good morning. I just have a question about antidepressants and weight gain. I know you were just talking about medications causing weight gain. Mm -hmm. I definitely have noticed over the past probably two years I've been taking an SSRI, and every time I go to the doctor, I have more pounds on me, and I've never Mm -hmm. had a weight issue before. Yep. So, you know, know, what are you going to do about it? I mean, you know, what can you do about it? some because if you absolutely need to be on that antidepressant then you have then then i think you need a very very structured eating plan because your body has become more sensitive to carbohydrates basically yes and you know that's you know and then the other thing that do we do is if possible if people can maybe s- support their kind of their neurotransmitters through food Maybe a lot of times people find after they've been eating our way for a while, they basically do not need their antidepressants, and they go back to their doctor and say, you know, I really don't need these. I'd like to get off of them. Well, and this is something that I talked to my doctor about, and in the summer here, the next appointment I go to, we are going to start weeding off. So then hopefully I will be off of it. Will the weight come off as easy then no. do things reverse? I hate to tell you, but typically no. I think you're going to have to really work hard to get it off, typically okay. for most people, because it seems just from working with hundreds and hundreds of people, it does seem as though it affects metabolism 
longer term. But it doesn't mean that you can't get it off and, and keep it off. But, you know, I would suggest that you really you make an appointment with one of us long before the summer so that you start eating the way that it's going to support your neurotransmitters. So when you do come off, you're, you won't even notice that you've come off of them. Thank you. <laughs> okay, thanks for the call. And thank you, Ms. And, Andrea. You know, I don't give you really good news on all this, but at least this realistic news. <laughs> <laughs> so there we are. Okay, yep, well, there those we are. are. Those are good questions. So we were talking before we went on break about how bacteria affects your metabolism. Yes, and it's very interesting because these scientists have discovered that the bacteria living in our intestines may play a far more significant role in weight loss or weight gain than we ever imagined. I think this is brand new science, actually. It is brand new science, yeah. And it's new science that most people don't know about. And the bacteria living in your intestines can be either beneficial bacteria or it can be harmful bacteria. And the most abundant beneficial bacteria living in the small intestinal tract is called bifidobacteria. A lot of people have never even heard of bifidobacteria. Mm -mm. And we originally received bifidobacteria when we're breastfed. So you have to stop and ask yourself, hmm, was I breastfed? And then some people were. And then what happens to a lot of people Along comes antibiotics for an ear infection. You know, kids get antibiotics or they get antibiotics for strep throat. And the beneficial bacteria gets killed off from those antibiotics. Often when children or adults are deficient in bifidobacteria, guess what they crave? They crave sugar. sugar. They crave crackers, bread, muffins, pasta, and cereal. And all those foods lead to insulin resistance, weight gain, and a slow metabolism. So we're back to square one with insulin resistance. We are. It always comes back to that. (laughs) Yeah. And this bifidobacteria not only helps to control cravings, but it also helps to develop a good metabolism. You know, sometimes when we piece together research, and this is what I love to do, and look at research with kind of a logical eye, we can see a pattern that is affecting a person's biochemistry and metabolism. And we know that bifidobacteria is the most prevalent beneficial bacteria in the small intestinal tract, and we need bifidobacteria to break down and access vitamins, minerals, and other nutrients from the foods we eat. And do we, can we take a call or do we need to go on break? Um, I think we should just go on break. Okay. Yep, you are listening this fast. It does. It goes quickly. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. I find many people still believe that strictly controlling fat and calories is the key to weight loss. And often these people fall into a pattern of eating low calorie, no low nutrient snacks, such as the well promoted hundred calorie snack packets of crackers or cookies. Oh, people are still eating those, Brenna? Oh my gosh, yes. That are the special K bars, you know it. Okay. (laughs) And these leave people unsatisfied. I've been there. I tried them. I did not feel full. But the low-calorie dieting often leads to low blood sugar and overeating due to excessive hunger, which then results in fat storage and a feeling of failure. But... Take nutrition for weight loss because it's a much better answer. And we are going to be teaching, well, I'll be teaching this actually in North Oaks starting this Monday. Oh, good. That's great. I'm excited. So give us a call, 651-699-3438 for more information on nutrition for weight loss.
Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist, and I'm here with Brenna Thompson. She is a licensed dietitian, and we're discussing ways to boost your metabolism. You know, if you have a question, please call us today at 651-641-1071. And amazing, we're taking the Dishing Up Nutrition live broadcast on the road Saturday, January 26th. And we're going to be doing a live broadcast from the Roosevelt Middle School in Blaine for the Noka Hennepin Community Wellness Day. And I took a drive up to that last Sunday, and it is a long way from here. But you probably know where it is exactly, I right? know exactly where it is. Because that's where you drive from. That is where I drive from, <laughs> yep. So I will be teaching two classes that day. Uh, I'm going to be teaching from 9.30 to 10.30. I'll teach... The Food Mood Connection, and from 11.30 to 12.30, Eating Fast Without Fast Foods. And Cassie will be there, and Anna will be there joining me for that show. And so I would say come early because we start our show at 8 o'clock in the morning. Yep. And um, get yourself a good breakfast. Yep, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yep. And Dar, we do have a caller on the line. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right, let's go ahead. Good morning. Is this Miss Barb? Yes. Hi there, Barb. Hi there. You have a question for us today? Yeah, I'm a longtime listener, and I listened last week, and you talked about cravings and people possibly being deficient in um, vitamin D3, magnesium, omega-3s, and then it was glutamine or glutathione. Oh, it's glutamine. Thank you. Yes. Can you get that at a supplement store? Yes, yes. Okay, that's the that's the piece that I was missing. Okay, it's glutamine. Yes, it's very good. It's very beneficial for sugar cravings. Okay, because I've been tested for the other three, and I'm all normal. Okay, well, <laughs> glutamine is just an amino acid, and it helps to you know helps to heal the intestinal tract. Really works on sugar cravings. It works on a lot of things actually, and uh, excellent supplement to take. We have it at our locations and but other places many places have glutamine l-glutamine okay great thank you for calling thank you and so yes oh well i was just thinking you know we need all of those nutrients to help prevent cravings and that's what bifidobacteria helps us it sure does and it works that bifido works really well with glutamine yes it does to prevent those cravings Yeah, and we need a lot of those nutrients to help activate the mitochondria in our cells. And we, you know, the caller that we had earlier, Mm -hmm. we were talking about how statins interfere with the production of CoQ10 when they take that. And we need CoQ10 to activate that mitochondria. Mitochondria. That's right. Yes. And those little mitochondria, they are the energy sources in our cells. And we need energy in every cell of our body for good metabolism. And our goal, my goal especially, when I'm working with clients, is to increase the activity of my clients' mitochondria so that, you know, they can lose weight. And they have better energy when that mitochondria Mm -hmm. is working. Yeah. They have lots more energy. And it starts in the gut. Yes. Brenna, you're Mm -hmm. really saying how much energy you have or at least how much energy your cells are making starts in the gut. It does start in the gut. It's crazy. It is. 
(laughs) (laughs) And when a client comes to me wanting to lose weight and have more energy and experience better moods, I first look to the health of their intestinal tract. Yes, I mean, that's where we make our neurotransmitters. Mm -hmm. And so I would look for clues to a dysfunctional intestinal tract. Maybe they are experiencing gas, bloating, constipation, diarrhea, or maybe they are having cravings for pasta, bread, crackers, muffins, chips, popcorn, you name it. And often these clients are tired, achy, maybe a little down, maybe a little more than just a little down. Overall, they just feel crummy. I mean, I think if we took a look at, you know, how many people are prescribed antibod- or antidepressants, mm-hmm. if we would heal their intestinal tract, get them making more neurotransmitters, they would have less cravings for sugar, they'd have a better metabolism, and they would be making their own brain chemicals easily and may not... Many, many people probably would not need an antidepressant then. It's just, no. it works like magic. It does. It's it's a big cycle. Yeah. You know, when you are working, and I know when we're working with people and they come in and they're really achy and tired and miserable and, you know, and they have this belief system that if they can just lose some weight, oh, everything's going to be fine. Right. They come in and they, I, I hear it all the time. If only I could lose the weight, I would feel so much better better. But in reality, those extra pounds are just a symptom of an unhealthy intestinal tract, mm-hmm. or it could be a symptom of insulin resistance, or it could be a symptom of many things, but yeah. it's a symptom. Yep. And we, we have to heal, though. We have to heal their bodies and their metabolism mm-hmm. for them to lose the weight. Yeah. And every year about this time... This New Year's time. This New Year's resolution time. There's a large population of people who resolve to lose weight. But our national statistics on obesity show that we are failing and instead we are continuing to gain weight. And this is because weight loss is much more than just calories in and calories out or following a specific low-fat, starvation, or crazy fad diet. And you see ads after ads after ads on the TV about mm-hmm. these programs. You know, and it's actually, it's so much more than the raspberry ketone ultra drops that Dr. Oz promotes. Or more recently, the, what are they, the green coffee bean oh. extracts? Yeah. You know, and I have to ask this question. I said, yeah. how does a TV host surgeon mm-hmm. pretend to know anything about what helps people lose weight because he's on tv i think a question i think we need to ask these people that promote the quick fixes you know some of these questions we really need to ask them how many people have they really helped lose weight and you know honestly i hear it over and over and i bet you do too brenna mm-hmm. from clients that they went to the quick fix programs and when they didn't work they were told by whoever they were seeing, mm-hmm. you're not following the program. Right. It's your fault. So no one, no one asked them, how is your digestion? No, they never asked that. Or they might never ask, were you breastfed? Or oh. another question that maybe they were never asked, did you take antibiotics for acne? Mm-mm. Nope. Or maybe, did you take Accutane for acne? Or do you take... Anti-inflammatory, re- anti-inflammatory medications 
regularly. And, you know, and I don't think people really even realize when they're taking it, they will pop four to six Advil a day and think that's normal. That's an anti-inflammatory that's influencing their Mm -hmm. metabolism. And And not positively. No. Negatively. Negatively. And... They might not think any of anything of it because look at the commercials we've got for them. Yeah. And why should we ask these questions? You know, because more and more researchers are finding evidence that managing gut bacteria may be an important and effective way to losing weight or controlling weight. You know, it is nice to have kind of a solution to some of these things and... So I think that people have to kind of realize that we've been talking about this stuff for a long time. And to me, it's really nice to see that the research is starting to catch up with clinical practice. Right. Well, you've been talking about it for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe that you, Dar, have been helping people balance their intestinal bacteria for years and years. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) Longer than I have. (laughs) So it was one of the first things that I learned when I came to work for nutritional weight and wellness. And I can say that it really was one of the first things because it was the first weight and wellness class that I got to see was on gut health. And Amy was teaching it. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And what did you think as a dietitian that has, you know, gone to all these hours and hours and years and years of schooling? And the first thing that you learned was? Was Gut health. health. And you probably had, that was probably a new? It was, it was one of those where I think I knew everything she was talking about. I, it was kind of all coming back to me. Right. But I had never thought of it in this way. Okay. I had never thought of gut bacteria influencing cravings Mm -hmm. or influencing metabolism. And now I pretty much put all of my clients on a supplement of bifidobacteria to rebalance their intestinal health because there's so many things that kill it off. And I'm amazed by how effective it is at reducing carb cravings and increasing metabolism. Not to say, not to even forget to mention that bifidobacteria reduces your colon cancer risk by... 50%, and it also helps to reduce breast cancer risk. So I suppose we should take a break. Well, sure. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yep. You are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We are pleased to offer our weight and wellness class series in Duluth in a weekend seminar format. It'll be February 2nd and 3rd. It's a great opportunity for nurses to earn 14.4 continuing education credits and to learn the latest and best information concerning your health and the health of your family. So take a winter holiday trip to Duluth. It's beautiful up there. Take in the weight and wellness classes and stay a couple of days. Go skiing, go sightseeing. To sign up for the weight and wellness series, give a call to 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. If you want to feel better, you want to have more energy, you want to sleep through the night, feel less achy, improve your digestion and your moods. Look at nutrition. Good nutrition can change all of those things, and the educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness want to help you. They do this with their weight and wellness classes. It's a series of six classes. You can learn so much about your body and how to properly fuel your body. 
Did you know that poor nutrition is related to more than 90% of all health conditions? Learn how to properly run your body. The educators at Nutritional Weight and Wellness can help you through the weight and wellness classes. Right now, if you register with a friend or family member, you'll each get $25 off. Classes are taught at Nutritional Weight and Wellness offices and many other locations throughout the Twin Cities. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com to find a class near you. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, the weight and wellness eating plan is so simple, so logical, so healthy, and so healing. So if you have lupus, please call for an appointment so you can start feeling better. You know, if you have arthritis or fibromyalgia, please call for an appointment so you can start feeling better. You know, if you have depression or anxiety, please call for an appointment so you can start feeling better. If you have any chronic health problem, please call for an appointment so you can start feeling better. You know, nutrition is all about feeling better. So if you have questions for any one of our offices, just call it 651-699-3438. And we have people answering the phone today, right now. We do. And we've got questions on the line, too. Okay. All right. Let's go ahead. Good morning, Miss Diana. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. Hi. I just wanted to call in support of um, your program, really. I've been listening for a very long time, and I have a funky metabolism. I was on a lot of antibiotics when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And um, I have a underactive thyroid, Lyme's disease, and breast cancer. Wow. So I was kind of smacked with a lot of stuff, and I couldn't figure out why. I just was never feeling better. And, and the doctors in your in your healthcare, I mean, as good as they are, they don't know everything, and they don't believe nutrition is the key. Yeah, I know. I, I do. And mm-hmm. I did come. I made an appointment. I visited with Anna and... Um, went for my second appointment, and I haven't lost a ton of weight, but my body composition has changed, and I do have um, a lot more energy, and it seems like I have more tolerance and patience, and yes. I don't feel sort of like I'm crawling out of my skin anymore. Yes. Um, so I do. I'm just calling in support Thank really you. of that, and Anna, and that you guys, um, you guys do um, a tremendous service. Thank you. Thank you. So, Yes. So, yeah, that's I'm it, glad really. you're feeling. Um, I'm I'm on my uh, weight and wellness track. So. Oh, good. Great. You know, well, you've you. got a lot of things to overcome, but if you just keep working on it, you will feel better and better yeah. and better. Yeah, and I um I appreciate that very much. Okay, thanks for <laughs> Thank the call. You. That was so nice of her. Thank you. Great. So we'll take another caller. Good morning, Miss Pat. You're on Dishing Up Nutrition. You have a question. Besides folic acid, a B vitamin, and Omega-3, like krill, astaxanthin, um, and fish oil and um, those omega-3s. I know there are other things that are anti-inflammatory. Is is uh, CoQ10, which I always take the ubiquinol form, mm-hmm. is that anti-inflammatory also? Yes, it's a, you know, it's a, yes, it is, because it's an antioxidant. Anything that's an antioxidant is anti-inflammatory. I mean, there are many, many things, you know, like curcumin. That's uh, there's so many things that are anti-inflammatory. Turmeric. Um, yeah, turmeric. Um, that's curcumin. So that means vitamin C is anti-inflammatory. Yes, also. all all these things that are yeah. anti-inflammatory, and so also things like Brussels sprouts, broccoli, 
you know, blueberries, mm-hmm. all are anti-inflammatory. You're you're right on the right path with all those things. And last night I had the best piece of salmon from Coastal Foods that was uh, just delicious. And as I was eating it, I thought, anti-inflammatory. Yep. <laughs> I had I broccoli last night. aspirin every night instead of the two baby aspirin um, that Dr. Oz talks about. But uh, I do take a little aspirin. I, is that one of the things that actually helps metabolism or does... or? You know, I think a baby aspirin probably doesn't have any influence. That little bit, that 81 milligrams, probably doesn't have any negative influence on your metabolism at all because it's just so little amount that you're putting in. Well, I take one enteric-coated 325. My sister tells me that uh, enteric-coated is less, uh, I don't know, less active, less effective something. So when it's enteric-coated, I just take the 325 once a night. You know, I'm that one I don't know. So The enteric-coated just means that it's broken down in your small intestine instead of in your stomach. Okay. She right. says it's absorbed less, too, but I, I guess I could check on that. Thanks a lot. Okay, You're welcome. thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Ooh, we oh, got more questions. Yes, someone that takes a lot of supplements. Yeah. And as I do, too. Mm-hmm. As we get older, as I get older, I take more because I need more support. So Yeah. And we have another caller. We do. We have Miss Carol. Good morning. Good morning. You have a question for us? Yes. Um, does nutrition have anything to do with my fingertips? Always cracking. I yes. For years, it is so painful. Oh, yes. You are so deficient in essential fatty acids, omega-3s and, and the activated omega-6s, which is called GLA. And I would probably suggest like 3,000... Uh, milligrams of omega-3s in probably 600 milligrams of GLA. GLA. Mm-hmm. And your fingertips would be so much better. Yeah, the GLA, it stands for gamma-linoleic acid. But great question. Yeah. Thank you for calling us this morning. Thank you. And yes. your Saturday last, um, last weekend was wonderful. Oh, thank you. All right. <laughs> okay, bye-bye. Bye-bye. One more caller. One more caller. Okay. All right. We'll take one more. Good morning, Miss Teresa. You have a question about antibiotics? Uh, yes, I do. I just got put on high dose of uh, ampicillin uh, yesterday for a sinus infection for mm-hmm. 10 days. I'm not supposed to have any dairy products, so I can't have yogurt or right. or anything like that. So uh, I'm you... already starting to get the diarrhea. Yep, but you know do what? I... I do would I recommend acidophilus now, or do I wait till the end of the ten days? Well, I think you need two things. You need bifidobacteria to protect your small intestinal tract. Okay. So we recommend one bifidobacteria before every meal, and then okay. at bedtime, I actually recommend taking two acidophilus or a powdered, like a half a teaspoon of powdered acidophilus, to protect okay. your stomach lining when you're on antibiotics. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. I don't have to wait until I'm done with. Oh the no! It's to do it now. Do Start it now. now. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. So we're talking about uh, metabolism and bacteria, and really, there is so much more to the bacteria story. You know, scientists have found that important neurotransmitters are made in the gut, and we usually think of neurotransmitters as those brain chemicals. So our serotonin and dopamine and GABA and all other neurotransmitters are made in the small intestinal tract 
And these neurotransmitters, as we've talked kind of in the show before, is that they affect our mood and they also affect our cravings. Oh, and I have had clients that have been on antibiotics often, many, many times, and they experience low moods, anxiety, and lots of food cravings. And after these same clients have been supplementing with bifidobacteria, their moods get better and their cravings go away. It's like magic. It is like magic. It's crazy. And it's so interesting to realize that beneficial bacteria, bifidobacteria, that is found in breast milk influences moods and appetite. While the bad bacteria called, get this, Campylobacteria jejuni has been found to cause symptoms of anxiety in mice. So the bad bacteria causes anxiety Anxiety. in mice and good bacteria, bifidobacteria, probably we'd have to assume if we're putting it together in a logical form, would reduce anxiety. I just want to know what an anxious mouse looks like. (laughs) I I don't think I have any in my garage right now. (laughs) So there is even more to the story about how bifidobacteria helps you feel full And satisfied after eating a meal that contains protein. So researchers have found a pathway that travels between your gut and your brain that tells you when you are full. And these researchers have found that when proteins such as steak, fish, eggs, or chicken are broken down by bifidobacteria and other digestive enzymes, certain chemicals are made that curb appetite and stimulate the intestinal tract to release glucose, which then suppresses the desire to overeat. Mm -hmm. Amazing a lot of research in this. Yeah. You know, and these research findings help us understand why people that follow the weight and wellness plan have less hunger and better metabolism. And they also are taking bifidobacteria, so they get their protein broken down, and then it makes them feel full. And then they can make neurotransmitters, and they don't have cravings. And that path goes from the gut to the brain. It does. And again, we understand that 79 million of people in the U.S. have insulin resistance, prediabetes, and are overweight. And yes, we do understand that more people need to lose weight and get their metabolism functioning again. They need to reduce the number of carbs they are eating in order to reduce their insulin resistance. And they really do. I mean, that is true. Most people these days need to reduce the number of carbohydrates they're taking in. And not good carbohydrates from veggies, but those processed carbs from bread and cereal and And Pop-Tarts. Yeah. So, And we understand that animal protein and healthy fats actually increase their metabolism, while trans fats, and again, those processed carbs, will reduce their metabolism. So if you're popping into the fast food place and deciding to order... Uh, French fries, mm-hmm. trans fats, and high sugar, and a frosty. You're in. You're going to slow your metabolism. And you know, yes, we do understand. If you sleep only five hours a night, you are at high risk to develop obesity. While sleeping eight to nine hours per night increases your metabolism. And I have to say, we do understand alcohol. Even two glasses of wine at night will put body fat on you, as does. Diet pop. Diet pop and high fructose corn syrup. And after 25 years of clinical research, we have found one of the most important factors in creating a good metabolism is to balance the intestinal tract with beneficial bacteria called bifidobacteria. 
So as you kind of look at all the things that we talked about, and it may be new information, a lot of people just don't even understand the difference between acidophilus, and which the lady that's on antibiotics talked about, and bifidobacteria. Mm-hmm. There's so much information and so much knowledge about nutrition that so many people don't know. Yeah. So thank you for listening today. I hope we created some new thought for you. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Brenna. Thank you, Dar. Have a great day. You too. Life I love you all is groovy. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.